How many of us know um, what an extrovert is? What is an extrovert? How many know what an extrovert is? Oh, your language arts teachers are dying inside right now. Yes, you. Yes, very, very social. We, we tend to think of these people as very outgoing. Okay, thank you very much. Elementary, you guys rock. Middle school, high school, welcome to the party. Wake up. All right, anybody know what an introvert is? What an introvert is? So if an extrovert is somebody who is outgoing, Clay, someone who's not outgoing, okay? So this is what we normally think about when we think about extrovert, introvert. Um, anybody want a gander or guess as to what I am? Zoe. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. A little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Like I'm the Osmonds, okay. Anybody else? Uh, Clay, I already talked to you, man. I gotta get somebody else. Sydney. What was that? Yes, I am an introvert. And people think, what? You can't be an introvert. You're in front of people all the time. Exactly, I'm in front of you, which means you are all over here and nobody's behind me. I am in control of the situation. Okay? But an introvert is somebody who, who loses energy by being around people, and an extrovert is somebody who gains energy from being around people. And one of the things about being an introvert is that you actually have to go away from people in order to get your energy back. And so in the middle of the high school, uh, area, we have uh, three-minute passing times between classes. So uh, a class might end at like 10.06, and then at 10.09, the next class begins. Okay? And more often than not, because our campus is so small, it does not take the whole three minutes to get from one side of the hall to the other side of the hall. And so I'll have one class exiting Mrs. Holm, and they'll be coming across to my classroom, and they'll ask if they can come in, to which I say, yes, but please please be quiet. It's 10.08. Class doesn't begin until 10.09. Just please leave me alone. To which immediately will follow, um, Pastor Valente, can I go to the bathroom? Pastor Valente, can I sharpen my pencil? Pastor Valente, can I invade your personal space? And I'm just like, no, do you not see the clock on the wall, the schedule's on the back of the room, it's been there since day one, the clock is there, the schedule is there, do the math, don't talk to me because it's not time to talk to me yet, because I have to reset so that I can live in public and not in the asylum. Now, knowing what time it is is incredibly important. Knowing what time it is is incredibly important. In fact, the Bible um, devotes a whole branch of literature to knowing what time it is. You might no, I've, I've never read the book of, you know, Time of Classicies, um, where it was all about, like, telling time and knowing what time it is. I'm like, yes, maybe you haven't, but that's what it's about. There's, a, there's a, a topic in the Bible, like, right split down in the middle, called wisdom, okay? And there's a branch of literature in that area of the Bible called wisdom literature. Among that is Proverbs, uh, Ecclesiastes, Song of Songs, you know, these, these books that talk about how to be wise. And one of those books, Ecclesiastes, in the third chapter, says... So it's this, it talks all about time. <clears throat> Forgive me, I'm sick, because it's time to be sick. All right, so Ecclesiastes 3 says this, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. Okay? For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. To everything, turn, turn. No, that part's not in the Bible. But it says, a time to be born and a time to die. Thank you, all the baby boomers finally caught the joke. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. And on and on it goes, talking about a time to do one thing and then a time to do another. In other words, uh, wisdom is saying that, that there, there's a time to do certain things 
and there's a time to do other things. Sometimes there's a time to be joyful and party and everything is awesome, everything is cool, and then there's a time to be like forever alone, oh, woe is me, okay? And wisdom is kind of knowing what time it is, okay? Knowing what time is it. Is it time to be joyful? Is it time to mourn? Is it time to sow, which means like to plant stuff in the ground because I know that we're not an agricultural society, or is it time to harvest? Because here's the thing. My son Enzo, um, he's always commenting because I, I like to eat avocados uh, after my dinner. It's kind of my dessert. I split an avocado in half, and he watches me do it, and I take the knife and pop right into the seed and twist, pop the seed right out. He's like, Daddy, you know, if you plant that seed, you can have an avocado tree, and then we wouldn't need to buy avocados anymore. Smart boy. Okay. But here's the thing. If I plant the seed in the ground, and then one week later, I expect to have avocados, is that a wise thing? No, it's not, because it is not time for avocados. Okay, there was a time for planting, and there was a time for sowing or for reaping. Now, why am I talking to you about time and, and my beautiful eccentricities? Well, because guess what happens a week from today? Spring break. See, it's always the bro. Yes, give him a hand. Woo! It's always the bros that know when vacation is. It's like, dude, spring break is like, you know, seven days, three hours, 26 minutes, and 14, 13, 12, 11, 10 nine seconds away. By the way, that's not true. It's, it's longer than that, okay? But spring break is next week, which means some of us are already checking out. We're like, ah, oh, the corner's done already. We're just cruise control right on out. Um, but is it time for spring break yet? No, no, it's not. It's time to dig in your heels and make it happen. You've got one week left, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Because you know what they call um, in the Bible somebody who does not live wisely? There are two words that are contrasted in wisdom literature, and there's the wise and the fool, okay? So if you guys start living like a spring break right now, you're all foolish, and your parents pay way too much money for you to be foolish. So be wise. Know what time it is. Know what time it is. Finn is strong. So now is not the time to be building structures with your highlighters like they're Lincoln Logs. Okay? Now's not the time for that. Okay? Now's not the time to be, you know, excessively. Dig in. Make it happen. All right? That's all I have to say to you because I, I see it. I see it around me. People starting to, like, peter out. And we're not going to be able to finish the quarter because I'm tired of doing all this. And you would hate for all the great work you've done so far to go into the toilet in the last week. It's kind of like this. Um, back at the beginning of the quarter, I talked to you about a 5K race I had done. And uh, you know, I, I mentioned to you about what's called the kick in runner's terms, where it's like that last stretch. You turn the kick on, and you know, you're supposed to blast through, and you get a good time, and, and everything is good. Well, at the time I told you about that story, I, I, we lost by my, my team, we lost by two seconds. Because it didn't turn on the kick soon enough or hard enough. I kind of coasted too much. And I encourage you guys then to, when you approach this quarter, don't coast out. Okay? Now we're at the end of it. Okay? And I, I, we did another 5K uh, not too long ago. And I remembered what I had told you guys. Because it would be really foolish of me to tell you guys to, like, don't get lazy at the end. And then I get lazy at the end. Okay? And we, we round the corner of Magic Island. And I can see the finish. It's maybe about 120, 140 yards away. I started digging in for the kick. And you know what happened? Some dude passed me on my kick. And I was like, oh, no. Which means, which means his kick was harder than my kick. And I'm not fast. I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. 
dug deeper, and I started going into full horse mode. You know what full horse mode is when you run? <laughs> like, you could, you could, like, out of body experience, see your jowls flapping in the air. Um, look that word up, it's a good vocabulary word. And the guy in front of me, I don't know if he was taunting me or if he was teasing me, but he starts going, come on, come on. I'm like, are you taunting or teasing? I don't care, I'm beating you. <laughs> okay. And right at the finish line, I got two steps ahead of him. Yeah, made me happy. Small victory, small victory. Okay. Okay. That's to say, that's to say though, okay? You're going to want to tap out this, this last week. You're not going to want to study hard for the exam that you have or, you know, do the paper to the best of your ability, okay? Go full horse mode, man. Make it happen, all right? Wisdom says, now is the time to work, okay? Eight days from now is the time to rest, okay? Now is the time to work. Eight days from now is the time to rest. When you do rest, rest well. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the opportunity we have to come to a school uh, as wonderful as KCS. We thank you for all of the instructors um, and assistants and faculty um, and aunties and uncles uh, that make this place so wonderful. We pray that as we approach this last week of our quarter, uh, that you would help to remind us what time it is that it is time to work. Um, give us the strength to, to press on, even when we've just rather would have given up um, so that we can finish strong, uh, do things according to your will. And we lift that up in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, I'd like to call up uh, Mrs. Zahn and Mrs. Saria. Please give them a hand. <laughs>